Hey everybody, it's Luke Container here with the Mountaineer Sports Insider uh, post-game report slash preview for tomorrow. Yes, I said tomorrow. You know what that means. West Virginia was able to handle Texas Tech. No problem today, really, for the most part, with minimal re- resistance, Luke. Uh, and we're recording this back in the hotel room. It's been a very long day for us. We've been up since about 9 o'clock this morning and pretty much at the arena all day just working. And, and so it was a it was, it was a fun day, right? We wouldn't trade right. it for anything. But uh, long day for us as we give you this post-game report and get it set up for tomorrow because West Virginia plays at 2 p.m. for a tip-off, which means we've got an early morning to get over there, make sure we watch the Baylor-Iowa State game as well because that could be the next round opponent if West Virginia is able to pull it off and beat Kansas tomorrow. That's uh, very true, and that could be a really fun one, I think, Can- or, uh, Baylor and Iowa State. Yeah. And you use the word handling to describe today's uh, game, and I think that's a very appropriate word. I mean, other than the first four minutes, WVU was in control of that game. And, yeah, it was a great day for Mountaineer fans and a great day for the guys on the court. Yeah, 78-62 is the final score here in Kansas City in round one of the Big 12 tournament. That moves West Virginia up to 19-13 on the season. Uh, Jimmy Bell played very well today. He only played 25 minutes, but he was able to grab eight boards, and they were really important rebounds that he was getting. Trey Mitchell had 17. Emmett Matthews had a quiet 13, most of that coming in the first half, shooting 50% from the floor as well. Eric Stevenson had 18, 6 of 15, and Keedy Johnson adds 20 to lead the Mountaineers. On the bench, it was Joe Toussaint with five. Conquo made one free throw. Um, so overall, a very successful day offensively for the Mountaineers. Uh, as a team, they shoot 40.9%, 35% from three, not bad. And defensively, they really shut down Kansas State, Luke. Uh, AMAC had four points. O'Banner had 14. He averages about 14, so they held him. Pop Isaacs had 15, and Harmon had 14. But outside of that, there was not much scoring from the Red Raiders squad. No, and I think you mentioned it on the walk back. Uh, it was either you or Brian that said... Yeah, and if you can hear a shower, that's because Brian's in the shower and we're all ready to go to bed, and it's going to be a fun week in Kansas City, obviously, and it was a fun day today on day one, but we're, we're giving you the, the humanized experience. That's what Luke told me we're doing, and I guess I just accepted that, and that's fine. So if you can hear yeah. a shower going, it's because Brian's in the shower currently, and we've got stories that we're going to share. Uh, we'll do another episode tomorrow that's much more in-depth probably after the game, depending on the result of that for sure as well. Um, as we are also waking up even earlier tomorrow to go check out the women's practice and pick up our credentials for that tournament as well. Yeah, you mentioned rebounding from Jimmy Bell. WVU had 19 offensive rebounds out of their 39. Really big impact there on the offen- on the offensive boards. And, you know, I got to talk to James Aconquo after the game, and he used the word uh, demoralize, I believe, to help demoralize your opponents. And, you know, 39 rebounds, 19, that is darn near I mean as close to half as you can get yeah and you know that's pretty impressive that's a pretty impressive number I mean to have half of your rebounds come from the offensive side it's not something that happens very often especially for WVU and you know it's really impressive especially to see with the absence of Mo Wagi. I mean I talked about it on the last episode but you know he's a big guy I'd never really knew the exact size of him until I was standing next to him down there but, you know, he's a big presence inside, and I think the front court did a great job of stepping in today and getting it done for the Mountaineers. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. So, again, they move on to play Kansas tomorrow. Kansas is the number three team in the country. They're the number one seed. They won the Big 12 regular season title. 
uh, and, and among other things, we know how Bill Self is. This game will be played 40 minutes from Lawrence, so we can have a general idea of what the crowd will look like tomorrow, although we have seen a ton of Mountaineer fans, which is always a good sign. Last Saturday uh, on, or sorry, Saturday, February 25th, not last Saturday, they were in Lawrence. They lost by two. We went really in-depth about that game on a previous episode where they had a shot to win it at the end, and they just couldn't pull it off, so they remain winless in Lawrence uh, over the course of Big 12 play since West Virginia entered about 12 years ago. But I think they'd trade a loss there for a win tomorrow, Luke. And in the previous game before that, back in January in Morgantown, it was a 76-62 to defeat. Uh, the Jayhawks took that one as well. But you got to remember about that game the fact that they started 7-7 seven of seven from three-point, yeah. and Kansas just jumped out to a lead that – they couldn't come back from. And, and so tomorrow, West Virginia has to start fast. They did not start fast today. They did not start fast against Kansas State. And it's brutal. They need to do better at the start of games. And, and they just have not done that. And, and so it, it's quite disappointing, uh, I think, sometimes when you have that kind of slow start where you have to take an early timeout or you have to find a way to really – Respark yourselves and get going once again. And you have to sub out a starter within the first two minutes. Yeah, we saw that today. Maybe a minute and a half. I mean, Seth Wilson, less than two minutes into the game, came in for Eric Stevenson. So you know, I mean, Huggins. You know, I don't. I think that's in the message. He isn't messing around with that either. He wants a fast start, and I think at this point in the season, you have to have those fast starts, especially against a team like Kansas. Of course, they're not going to go seven for seven from three to start the game every time, but. You know, Kansas, you need to make something happen there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So, tall order tomorrow for the West Virginia Mountaineers. But they move on to round two, and again, they will play Kansas at 2 o'clock central time here. In Morgantown, that means it will be 3 p.m. If you are in the Morgantown area, you will be able to listen to that game on 91.7 on your FM dial. We ask you to please tune in. It will be myself and Brian McQuellen on the game there. And it will be fun. It will be a very good game, I think. Uh, and hopefully it can go the Mountaineers' way. It would be a huge win for them. Definitely the biggest of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one more thing. I think the key is to keep that turnover margin very narrow, of course. Because, you know, you look at it. That game, WVU turned over the ball 21 times, yeah. But Kansas State turned it over 19 and you look how close it was. I forget the exact turnover numbers from the first matchup, but I, I think that shows just how close this game, this game could be and how good this WVU team can be if they manage to not turn the ball over, which, of course, they managed to keep that under wraps today as well. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. So huge opportunity tomorrow for the West Virginia Mountaineers. We'll see if they can get it done again. You can tune into that one and make sure to follow along on the DA Sports Twitter. You can also catch Luke's story after the game. This has been the Mountaineer Sports Insider Kansas City Update number two. We'll have more for you tomorrow and all throughout the week. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We've had tons of content going out there today. It was a great day one here in Kansas City. We look forward to tomorrow, I should say, as we get to see Coach P's team. They were at the game today as well, by the way. Um, Yes, they were, and, and so uh, we look forward to seeing them tomorrow morning, and then we look forward to the Kansas game where West Virginia has an opportunity in front of them, kind of similar to last year. We all know how that went. The ejection of Coach Huggins about five minutes into the game, it was a long night for West Virginia last year. 
they're hoping to not have that happen once again. So we'll catch you tomorrow. Make sure to follow us on social at the Mountaineer Sports Insider. This has been episode two from Kansas City.